Hello, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Fro Opinion, the podcast. It's me, El Afro Sonriente, the smiling Afro in Spanish. <laughs> and I have here with me my good friend, Joshua Simon. Hey. So some of you may know him, many of you may not, probably not, because you're not very famous. But Joshua Simon is a superstar in Singapore, right? <coughs> Tell us a bit more about yourself again for those people who don't know who the fuck you are, bro. Hi, um, I'm gay. Hey, that's all you need to know, guys. <laughs> Who is gay? You know, you surprise the surprise. Huh? Okay, straight, straight away. You know, before I can even explain what today's episode is about. Hi, guys. I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. So by the way, today I'm gay number thirty-two in Singapore. <laughs> um, the registered, uh, registered gay. Yes, 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 yes. Pink IC. Hi. So today, bro, I have you on today to talk about. You know, why are you gay? Oh. And uh, what is it like living as a gay in Singapore, like You know, because. Um, yeah. I'm not gay, right? You know, mm. in case you didn't know. Okay. And uh, I, <laughs> but uh, I, I always want to, you know, to, to, I, I actually love asking my gay friends, you know, like, uh, okay, I won't say I love, like, it sounds weird, like, but I, I, you're obsessed. I like, no, no, what, 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 how do I say it? I just, I love to hear stories. Can't stop you know? thinking about it. I love to hear stories. Okay. Right. This yeah. is the most interesting grinder date. You, you, we've you ever can't. You <laughs> Stop spoiling the surprises, bro. <laughs> it's like do do do. Yeah, like, okay, come over. Come for a, a bro. You come for a grinder date, and then it's like, what are the microphones for? Yeah. Today we know about each other, yeah. <laughs> and everyone else too. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear everything. It's like ASMR. Yeah. So we can talk, talk about you being gay, bro. But before that, um, why don't you like um, you know, tell us, tell the audience a bit more about yourself, lah. Okay. Simple one. Okay. Who is Joshua okay. Okay. Simon? Okay. Okay. I'll do. Huh? I'll do the bio. Ah, okay. Okay. I'll do the bio. Okay, okay. Um, I'm Joshua Simon. I turned thirty-one a couple of weeks ago, which Congrats. is strange because it still feels like it was a couple of days ago. But this year has just been. You look like a giant brown baby, bro. Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate all compliments. You're um, welcome. And <laughs> I'm a radio presenter. I'm also a. So podcast. you present the radio. Uh? I present like, the radio. It's to like people. the people outside Harvey Norman and Best Thank You. Uh? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, hi, please <laughs> listen. <laughs> this is the... Especially to the younger generation, they have no idea what radio is. This is the new Sony 6100. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a radio <laughs> jockey, which is even more complex. Because like, before that... So you, you play, like, you you, you sit on a horse. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were those polo jockeys. Eh? <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, people are supposed to know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so yes, I'm, so. I'm a radio <laughs> presenter. Um, I, I'm, I host a podcast. Um, nice. It's called the SG Boys. It's an LGBTQ plus theme podcast here in Singapore. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm you in, are gay, la. I I, I mm. might be. Um, I'm an independent musician. Um, I am a lover of sushi. Oh, congrats! Um, S- then that, then you're a little bit gay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've done yoga once. Oh wow! Okay, not gay now, that bro. <laughs> okay. Um, I have plans, but they are all fake. So I'm not, not it's totally game. not gay, man. Not it's totally yeah. not gay, man. Bro. My dress sense you are is fake, bro. Athleisure. This is um, oh yeah, this is this is actually really famous brand. Okay. Decathlon, six dollars. Oh, not gay. Okay. It must be Lululemons, bro. Yeah. <laughs> must, must, must. Always mix up Lululemon with Mama Lemon. That's hey. the dishwashing. I mean, when <laughs> she walked in, it's like, hi, sorry, I I'm looking for like the the dishwashing liquid. For floor cleaner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Floor cleaner. And everyone's confused. L. Oh, you go to NTC, ask auntie, auntie, where can I find the Lululemon? Yeah. Huh? See me Lululemon. The you best. got the mama lemon. The <laughs> Magic clean and Lululemon. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so, so big question, like Josh. You know, um, when did you realize you were gay? Like the defining moment, like one day you, like, oh my lord, I like dicks. That oh. kind of day, that kind of day, yeah. Wow. Well, actually, okay, actually, honestly, like it wasn't something that was 
it didn't come to me immediately when I was like a kid. I think okay, okay. I think for a while I was into girls, uh, which I know can be a very controversial thing. So you're bisexual, to say I identified okay, as bisexual. Okay, when you were in, uh, when you while. were into girls, yeah, but you you legit like felt the romance. You yeah. liked the girls. You were attracted to them. Like you want to care for them and yeah, that kind yeah, of love, th- right? Th- okay. There were definitely like I w- I was sexually aroused. Okay, okay. Um, looking at women, All right? I was I was like that, but I was also teased a lot for being feminine and this is something that I've also so since young you were you, you, you were like feminine-ish acting and people well, noticed and made fun of you although yeah. you had girlfriends or you were dating girls I I had a girlfriend when I was in secondary school okay um, but I was I, I, I see that's the thing with, with what is feminine things right so my voice was a lot higher as a kid and there are times also my, my voice can be much higher like right now I can go like really high up right like but somebody also, pinching your balls exactly but it's like not I'm, me guys. It's not me. I'm like a sponge <laughs> I when I'm happier when I'm feeling a lot more like fun and like freaky like my voice goes up when I'm sassy my voice goes up when I'm right, a right. bit more serious or first thing in the morning when I wake up in the morning or when I go to bed at night like my voice drops as well so I'm, I'm just someone who who's quite into my emotions and I experience all the different nuances and I'm not really afraid of that. Uh, same for like when I was a kid, I, I was drawn to choir, dance, I was drawn to okay, okay, like, okay. drama So I guess, and, okay, I guess you say as a young kid or when other people, like I can imagine if I was a classmate, right. I would be like having suspicions like, like based on all these yeah. traits, like ah, okay, like, based on the stereotypes of what we know about gays, Joshua is a little feminine he may be yeah, gay yeah, yeah. but he has a girlfriend so I'm fucking confused. Exactly. So okay, it, was, it was a lot of like he's choosing Chun-Li over Ryu Oh, you know, but that, but that's he likes Xena more than Hercules. Though. He likes Spice Girls that, more than Backstreet Boys. But it was, oh, it was a lot I of that. See, I see what you so mean. I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Made fun of a lot. Okay, I was, okay, okay. Like there were a lot of gay slurs thrown at me. Okay. Um, and at that point, like when I was in primary school, secondary school, I didn't know what gay was because yeah, I think I, most of us didn't know. I only found out to friends actually. Like, yeah. yeah. So like I I think my my perception was there was only guys and girls okay, and okay. guys liking girls and girls liking guys and that's fair, it. Fair. And I I think when I was about 15 like secondary 3 um there was this PE teacher who was incredible still incredibly attractive. <laughs> very very just very handsome, very handsome. Like a physical right? ad, right? And and like we can all be objective. If you look at him yes. and be like wow, this guy's a very very handsome person. Like teach right? me PE, sir. And he kind of like let it slip and told us that he has a boyfriend. And I was completely oh. like shocked and thrown off by that. And how I can remember, this be happen, right? You're thinking, wow. Yeah, so like okay, I actually okay. and and I'm not proud of this, but I mean I was like fifteen, right? So like I I told him like, um, why are you gay? I, I thought only like Why I, are you gay? Yeah, I literally went, Why are you gay? You're the you're you're so good looking. Um you can get any girl that you want. And any guy apparently. Hey. And 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 I, I even said to him like uh, I thought mm. gay guys are just guys who cannot get girls then they, they like hook up with their, their own gender I literally like that was that's, it was not even a joke it was like 100% that's amazing, like, that though. was what I thought right 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 because like when I was a kid I didn't have like a lot of like gay representation in the media I didn't understand what gay was and I started to realize that also when it comes to liking girls a lot of the girls all the girls that I liked were the most popular girl in class they were Chinese. They had long hair. Look at you going only for the top, the top tier, man. This guy, huh? exactly that that perception of what is the top right, tier, right? Right, right, right. So right. I realized that actually I just wanted to be with the girl that all the other guys 
were crazy over. I wanted guy. to be the girl who looks like the anime character. He wants everything. a toy that everybody wants. Hey. It, it was just... I think it was just that realization that how much of my sexuality was based on I actually like this person and I like her also because of her gender or any of these things. It was more of I liked her because I just wanted to be popular amongst everyone else and I just wanted to fit in. So it had very little actually to do with sexuality or like when I was sexually aroused by like girls with big boobs. It was just sort of like I remember growing up it was like Trish Stratus from WWF and like uh, Pamela Anderson. Oh my bro, that was our young days. WWF, the... Those were hot chicks, man, yeah. Right, but like, and they still are, and they're still incredible um, yeah. in what they do as well. And and I think it was sort of just, oh, America was telling me through the TV yes. that this is well, sure, sure. the ideal yeah. woman. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, blonde, yeah. she's white, she's she has like, big tits. This is who you should lust over, and this is how, this when you are sexually aroused, yeah. it has to be towards this. So, like, I think that pivotal moment when my teacher told me that just completely shattered everything because the, the follow-up thing that he said after telling me that he has a boyfriend was that, he loves his boyfriend and they're in a happy relationship. And that like completely like, Oh no, how can me. this be? Right, yeah, I see, I see. because all the things that he was telling me about him and his boyfriend, the things that they do, they go on walks, they go for dinners, they watch this movie together. And it's like, these and are all the things that I females supposed to do. But, hmm. but like, right, these yeah. are all the things that I want in a relationship, yes, right? Yes, and and right. it had nothing to do with the sex stuff. And I was just like, this is so interesting. And that completely opened my mind. Yes. And I realized that actually for a long time you know i had a crush on my my best friend who's a guy and he's straight oh but you so okay you you felt the feelings yeah but you just you were just oh yeah you were confused because like hey you know this is maybe it's just something you just you brush off right yeah okay okay so you had it so it's naturally in you you yeah i I mean okay so 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 that's why like i won't knock the whole like born this way concept because it is true for many many people yes for me it may have been that way it may have just been repressed feelings as i was growing up but i think growing up as a kid i was just very like confused like i didn't understand what so i do believe that you had it in you when you grew up you grew up it's just that you because of society and the way you brought up, yeah. you did not attempt your feelings as or as much like when you're younger, right? Yeah. But now when you're older, and slowly all the realization, and I think the PE teacher thing meant to happen. I think just you know how I believe in oh, like, for the sure. universe and destiny. I think yeah. it meant to happen for you to awaken a bit. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So when was that defining moment where you're like, you know what, I am. I like guys. I, you know? I don't have. You don't, okay, so you don't. Have I don't a have moment, a defining right? moment because it was very, very like gradual. It was things like me liking this person, this person liking me back, but this person also has a girlfriend, and it was just like all of ah, us were just. Whoa, it was damn, just a sir. lot of. It was just a lot of, no, and that's and that speaks volumes to what happens to. Yeah. To, to queer people when they don't have representation because they don't have a template to follow. They don't have... Uh, they're, they're immediately, the moment you feel these urges or you feel these these desires in you or you crush, which is something that's just a pure feeling, it's immediately met with shame. It's yes. immediately met with you're doing something wrong. And, and so, so it was just very, very frustrating. I just remember crushing on someone and then not wanting it to come out on one level and then not wanting it to come up because it also links to your identity and whether or not you're going to be bullied after this or yes. whether or not you're going to lose this person. Yes. It's not even going to be like, I like you, you don't like me back. That's totally fine and cool. It's like, now you're going to completely look at me very, very differently. And so all of it was just jumbled up together and it took many, many years for me to slowly clean all Ah, that up, unlearn all these things, also reflect on all the things that I've done and experienced and the conversations that I've had and be like, that wasn't right. I wish I I I had done this differently. I wish I had processed this differently. Um, and, And I think only, honestly, in the past couple of years... I feel like I've come to my sexuality in the sense where 
my sexuality isn't just linked to sexual intercourse. It's not linked to, oh, being gay means I want to sleep with just this guy. It means it, it, it goes to all parts of me. It goes to how I want to be as a lover, how I want to be as a person, um, the partner that I want to be with, uh, the traits that are not necessarily linked to sort of physical attributes. Um, and and so so even like, doing this podcast and activism, all that came very naturally because it was something that I'm not ashamed of who I am anymore. I'm actually, I love who I am and I'm proud of who I am and I want to make it, make it easier for other people who who's, who who are on that journey of self-discovery and finding yes. out who they actually yeah. are and who they en- end up being comfortable with saying this is actually 100% me now. Yeah. Right, so after a long process, I mean, you know, uh, for those of you who don't know Joshua much, you know, you, you should look him up, right? It's a long journey you had, yeah. and up to today, and you from discovering yourself to becoming, you know, you're proud of who you are, you accept who you are, you want people to accept who you are, and you want to help others accept who they are, right? Yeah. Uh, all the way until now, like, you know, even like uh, performing for Pink Dot, you yeah. know, even so, look how far you've come as a... As, a, as as just representing the gay community in Singapore, like, I think that's beautiful, like, right? But then, okay, the next question here, the the big one, right, is like, you know, bring it up to your parents. Mm. Like, how how do you would you are you open to sharing that? Like, you know, yeah. how how would that how was it? You know, for because I know many people, some of you who may be listening to this, you know, um, I think telling your parents the truth, whether be it your sexuality or a lot of things in your life, you know, is one of the most nerve wracking things, right? So. Yeah, no, how was it? Yeah, um, there's this coming out episode that we have on the on the SG Boys podcast, and I share mm-hmm. um, all of us we share our coming out stories, and and once we put it out, people start sharing their coming out oh, stories yes, to nice, us nice. as well, which so is in quite a nutshell, incredible. Um, Semjo, my co-host, said mm. this thing which is really brilliant. He said, "Before you come out of the closet to other people, you have to come out to yourself." Oh. so there were many Felt years. It. Wow. <laughs> um, up till I was like 25 yeah. where I was coming out to myself okay. and trying to understand what that meant right um, and then I had to come out to my family but unfortunately in my case in a nutshell um, my family someone outed me to my family basically so oh, when I was I'm sorry man yeah so this uh. was three years ago and it was like this really strange day in the universe where you know how sometimes when things go right everything just clicks yeah right? yeah, yeah, yeah like the sun is shining the music's yeah. right you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, everything is perfect the food tastes wonderful so my shit day was the complete opposite like everything that could go wrong went wrong it's right? just like here let's bang your ass today all the way up all to, to night time man <laughs> normally I'm okay with that uh, no, oh um, yeah sorry uh, wrong so, analogy <laughs> so what happened was I had um I, I was dating this person that I was madly in love with, like madly, madly in love with and, and he lives in Australia. Okay. And um I, I, I truly believe that he was the love of my life and, and I thought it was reciprocated as well, that that sentiment and um we broke up uh, on th- on this night mm-hmm. and in the morning my dad was sitting on my bed oh. saying that he needed to talk to me okay. um, he wanted to go, go out for brunch and my dad never asked oh, me out when you for know, brunch holy shit right yeah so like and, and it was just very strange oh. and then we went for brunch and then my dad told me that because at that point he was um gonna be elected to be the head pastor of this church like he was like running oh wait, for your dad's it, right? a pastor. My, yeah, my dad's a pastor like a bible presbyterian very strict oh the story gets juicier man yeah old testament i grew up in a church i'm pastor son right right um the pastor son and i did have um 
a little bit of a conversation about my sexuality when I was 21. So like seven okay. years prior when okay. I was in the army. Yes. Um, I had a guy over and everything. And then my, my dad kind of like asked me like, are you gay? And, and I said, no. Oh, your dad asked you before? Yeah, my dad, when, when I was 21. Oh no, shit. Um, he asked me, am I gay? And I said, no, I'm not. Um, I am 21. I remember saying that line. I'm 21. I still don't know who I am, what I am. Oh, anything. so it wasn't so, uh, technically a... Confirmed. It, no, it wasn't. It was, it was and, 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 and it was genuine because I, small, I, yeah. I still also liked girls, but I was drawn to guys. There was this this right. Draw so that you, I had. you're like you're like the Game of Thrones, like you know, it's like they just drawn to everyone. Some of them, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, but like drawn in the sense where, like, I felt like I I would I realized that I I could connect better with a guy on a date. Understand. I felt like I could connect okay. better and and, okay. and and on various fronts. Oh, all guys feel that way, anyways. <laughs> connect better. <laughs> yeah, with guys. I mean girls, I mean <laughs> Okay. So so then I, I, I just told him straight up, like I'm twenty one, I don't know, I'm figuring things out and, and like you don't even ask me how my day has been and you wanna know about my sexuality. I don't think that's fair. So okay. it was a very heated argument that we kinda just like put down, we never talked about it again. But then when I was twenty eight um, that day when he asked me out to brunch, he told me that there was someone in the church who wrote a letter to him and all the elders of the church to out me and basically get my dad fired so that he would not run. Well, they went to the council, to... bro. Oh yeah, it was. Oh, it, was my it was like so. The when Jedi we, Council. When we had that lunch, it was a mixture of I'm still reeling in from the shock of the breakup, yes, which I was completely devastated by, and um, then I had this layer of. I'm coming out with my parents right now with my mom and all of us have different dynamics with our parents, right? So I, I was not expecting this as old, to have this conversation with my mom as well. And she's a very different kind of person from my dad. So all that had to happen at that lunch table. And then there was another layer of the repercussions of his job and what he's going to do. And then there's another layer of parents naturally wanting to give advice, yeah, which is course. to like you need to follow Jesus and, and all that. And then I had to then have all these rebuttals to all these different things where I love Jesus. I'm still a Christian and I'll always be a Christian. It doesn't and, matter if you're gay or not. And, yeah. And my love doesn't for matter. God, yeah. does, it does not take anything yeah, away exactly, from it. And, exactly. and actually how I love my boyfriend right now, the template that I always look to is God's Christian, love. Right? Yeah. It's God's love. Yeah. Like, uh, whenever we fight, whenever we anything is, yep. whenever I, I I say I love you, I I always try to remind myself that when I tell you I love you, I want to tell you from a, a level of um, unconditional love, where you can hurt me right now and I'll tell you I'll love you. Yeah. Because that's my relationship with God, where I've missed the mark so many times and God has always loved me and I know that and and I faith. So I'm applying that to my gay relationship, which. It's 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 different, you know, and and so it was it was a really 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 tough day, and then I had to go to therapy for a while because it was just a lot of um, I was going through like depression, anxiety, suicidal ideation, um, some eating disorders as well, and all these other things. Uh, so I only maybe I would say in the past year, um, I've been able to like stand up straight, and I've been like consistently. Happy. No pun intended. Yeah, I've been yeah, I've been like able to like stand up straight without having to like feel like I need to just stay in bed for the rest of the day or like um like I just don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. Um because I went into sort of this hermit mode for a while. Um and then the whole TED Talk thing happened um in twenty nineteen. Mm -hmm. Um in a nutshell I was supposed to do a TED Talk right. to talk about yeah, what I happened that. Yeah, yeah. the journey of self discovery and healing and going to therapy and all that. Um because I was documenting it all of it on my Instagram. Yes. Right? Yes. Um so I got asked to do a TED Talk um, at Singapore Polytechnic. Um, 
and I can say all these things and they're all on the news um, so I don't think I, sh- I can yeah you can check out the news guys about this uh, TED talk uh, I'm just trying Joseph to find out yeah. boundaries of like what I can say can't, can't say right right um, right right, right. Uh, but so, so essentially what happened was the, the, the night before I was supposed to do my TED talk which strangely was exactly one year from the day of that breakup wow. and there. it wow. was like a strange wow. one year that it was, yeah it was the, the most the universe like, bro destiny man and that night of when I'm supposed to do the TED Talk, I'm performing at Ping Dot, which is our annual Pride protest event, right? Oh, everything's so happening on the same day, yeah? Nice. I took it as, oh, the universe is connecting with me. All this is meant to happen. This is my full circle moment today. And what ended up happening was they asked me to remove my coming out story from the TED Talk and not talk about it and change the pronouns from yes. ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend. Um, Wait and I a minute. That, like... TED Talks were so um, instrumental in my growth that I, there's a level of like, I'm not going to do this. And there's a level of, I'm going to hate myself for the rest of my life if I do this, because yeah. I'm always going to, like, I want to be proud of my first TED Talk, yes. you know? Oh, def- yeah, definitely, like, man. It's TED Talk, man. When you're yeah. watching a movie, you, you think of someday you want to be in a movie, right? That's me. And like, when I watch a TED Talk, I always thought like, you know, someday I'm going to do a TED Talk. And then I don't want to look back and be like, the first TED Talk I gave was a complete lie. Right? Yeah, yeah, no way. No one wants so that. You know, nobody I, wants that. And this, yeah. I put my foot down and I said, I'm not going <sighs> to do it. Um, and then I didn't do it. And then that night I performed at Ping Dot. Yes. Um, it was a good performance, though. Thank you. Mm. Um, and from that day on, I kind of like pulled back for about a year into 2020. Um, I kind of like pulled away from everything because there was just so much press. Now my sexuality is discussed on a national level where it's on the Straits Times, it's on this and that, and, like, my boss knows about this now, and, and he's always known about my sexuality, but now it's also linked to um, the brand of me and the brand of the company that I work for, and and um, my dad has to deal with now extra levels, right? Yeah, now yeah. there's a level of, your son is gay, your son is proud to be gay, your son is gay, and it's on the newspapers. So it's all these layers uh, that became really overwhelming, and I was sort of upset with life as well because I thought this was going to be my full circle moment and I didn't think, oh shit, there's more stuff to go through. So I pulled away for a while. I went deeper into depression um, and uh, then the whole COVID pandemic thing happened and I started to get a bit better, um, some time apart, build up my own space and then started the podcast in November. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, yeah. I mean, I, the irony is that I've, I, I mean, as your friend, I've, yeah. I've, I, I've known most of this, but hearing a bit more, you know, it's, it's, it's for me, it's, it's always, uh, I mean, I thank you for sharing. Okay. Thank you for sharing with us, you know, and it's, uh, I'm proud, I'm proud to have you as a friend and see how far you've gone and uh, you're very strong, right? And uh, I mean, for me, you know, I, I'm very happy and blessed, I would say that I was brought up by, uh, in, in a family mm. who never judged you know, I, and honestly, I've always thought to myself sometimes, you know, when I look at the situation and I'm like, how did I come to this place where I, I'm, I I really, I don't really, I don't hate or whatever about LGBT. To me, I never grew up that way. Right. And I remember that yeah, my parents actually always brought me up and said, hey, everyone is different. Okay. Don't ever judge. You know, my mom mm. and dad were very simple in that, you know, even my family members is like, hey, everyone's different. Yeah. You know, including uh, different races, everything. I just grew up with the mind, oh, everyone, everyone's different and I'm happy about it, you know. Yeah. Besides, of course, um, religion, everything, uh, church, you, brought, um, you know, me going to Catholic church and teaching me to love everyone, right? And I appreciate it. 
And yeah, and I realized that even my parents will always say, hey, you know, it doesn't matter if you're gay or whatever, we'll still love you. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. The important thing is love, right? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I was brought up this way that so I'm able to, you know, relate to you or relate to all my gay friends, LGBT friends and not see them as something else. Right. You know, and uh, of course, um, not many people are like me out there, right? But I think my responsibility is to try to get more and more people to, to understand and, uh, you know, just be accepting because... We're all different anyways. Right? Yeah. And yeah. and yeah, I mean like mm. so I start off start off by saying sort of like I'm gay and, yeah. and, and 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 gay is honestly just like one small tiny part of me, but yeah. at the same time every small tiny part links to something else and, and um something as simple as, as a teacher being brave enough to come out to his students and just let them know very casually because he had nothing to hide and he yep. was proud of his relationship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Completely completely changed me and and not in the sense where it influenced me to be gay because i can understand how that can sound to some people from, right, right, from right, the other right, side right, be like right, oh right. this person did this that's that's why he influenced me no these were things that i've always kind of like had been feeling and searching for within myself yes. as well and, yes. I, and i even when i liked girls at that period when i was really like oh i was in love with this girl in class i realized i didn't even love her because i didn't know her i had never spoken to her i just lusted over her yep. because everyone told me to do that right and, and it was just this very gross culture of all these guys you know talking about girls a certain way and then i wanted to fit in and right, have friends. Right, so right, i right. joined in and i and that informed my sexuality and you really think mm-hmm. about it it is super unhealthy it's super yep, it unhealthy is. for um and, and and i mean i really encourage like not just um straight people but like gay people everyone to sort of um, open your mind. Open your mind and also sort of look at what you understand, like. Knowledge and discover. Yeah. And try to understand why you like it. It's yep. like it's like liking a piece if it's like liking chicken rice. Yeah. And then you eat it all the time. So yep. you told you you tell yourself you like chicken rice. But mm-hmm. do you really like chicken rice? If you take some of the elements away, are you still able to appreciate it? Do you know what is it you like about it? You know, so so it's I really think it's good to look closer at everything, your sexuality. If you say you like this kind of person, this is your type, ask why is this the type right you know um so so i did that i went through a period of really just like looking at everything closer and 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 trying to break everything down mm-hmm. to its raw material mm-hmm. form and, and mm-hmm. figure out where what i'm actually connected to and there you have it guys great advice from mr joshua simon there <laughs> for everybody but yeah thanks a lot bro um for sharing no really i i do appreciate it and I, like i said i love hearing stories and it really inspires me mm-hmm. and it helps me learn mm-hmm. and discover every single time you may be telling me the same story but I still learn and discover something you know and also of course I thank you for being a friend and I thank you for taking all my gay jokes la. <laughs> you know it's a <laughs> at least you know who I at least, at least you know <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> completely fine. Completely fine. Uh, check out um, the SG Boys podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can listen to me on radio as well. Unfortunately, I can't say the radio station's name. Oh, but anyway, it's... Like um... a- <laughs> It's um, <laughs> there are all these sort of reasons behind that. It's a Singapore radio um, station. Uh, so go check it out. I'm on Instagram at Joshua uh, Simon XL. It's nothing to do with my penis size, although hmm, maybe well could be well. <laughs> so thank you very much, Joshua Simon. Catch you next time, and thank you very much, friends. This has been the Smiling Afro for Opinion the Podcast. Till next time. Okay, we have to end by doing the tongue pop. It's like What's a that? signature from RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. You're-